This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Oh, wait, let Wayne get his stuff organized here. No, no, here. we can go, we can go. That's okay. I'm just putting lotion on. Oh, oh, lotion. I love you people. I bet that came out <laughs> racist. Um... <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Raylan Casper-White with another delightful episode of X-Ray. I'm here with a comedian, uh, actor as well, um, very sensual lover, even though we never had intercourse, I look at you and I can tell. Right. Right, you can tell. Dwayne Perkins, who's putting on lotion. Can I ask how old you are? Do you not tell? Because you look, uh, you probably are 15 years older than what you look like. How old are you? Um, How how old do I look? You look like 38. You can make the argument. Yes. That I'm 10 years older than that. You could make that I could argument. make the- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say, because I'm always, I don't want to offend, but black don't crack is something that it's it's okay to say. That's what they say. But, you know, we sh- I, re- I just read that we do need to wear uh, sunscreen? sunscreen. Yeah. yeah. Even though the melanin, you have a lot of melanin. I know, but it's recommended. And and here's the thing. There are no studies because the, the people who do the test, they yes. always send black people home. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So if we do get to get cancer, we get it. Way too late for too us late to do for it to be cured. Right. So if you're black and you're listening or, you know, any kind of. This yeah, is a tip for the black community. Olive skin. Still wear, wear the sunscreen. Wear the sunscreen. Yes. Play it safe. Yeah, my friend, um, I have my best friend's Jamaican. Yes. She always makes fun of me because I lather up and I look like a zinc, <laughs> commer- you know what I mean? Right. Like an unfortunate <laughs> right. surfer accident. Um, and she never puts sunscreen on her kids. So I got to tell her, wise yeah, up. wise up. And even if it's just the face, you know, like my face yeah. lotion has SPF 15. Like. You okay. don't, don't got to go crazy if you're Do black. Do you have a nice beauty regimen in the morning? What's your beauty <laughs> regimen, Dwayne Perkins? No, I don't. I mean, I just you wash. You like pot, what was that, a, a cold cream? What's that, I just, uh No, no, you, I just wash my face at night and in the morning. So That's two or three it? times a day, yeah. And I, I mean, I lotion. Well, lotion what, what kind of lotion do you use? Something high-end? Um, Pharmaceutical? Nutraceutical? Eucerin, I think. Eucerin, that's is pretty. That, yeah, that's pretty yeah. low brow, but yeah, that's yeah. okay. It's but it's great. intense. It's like yeah, putting uh, wax paper on your face. Well, for a man, I think it's like... I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, in, I'm doing better than the average just, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are. Well, in L.A., the metrosexuals, they get more mani-pedis than yeah, I do. Yeah, that's and they true. use high-end, like, male grooming. That's true. Beard combs, beard lotions, and oils. I'm, I'm of the belief that a man should be neat. 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 And clean, smell good. Yes. But don't cross that line and be prettier than the girls. Don't be over-groomed. Yeah, yeah. Because then... Yeah. then the girls can become self-conscious. You That's know? true. It's yeah. like I don't like to date any man who's less hairy than me. And right. I'm not a very hairy person. You know what I mean? But I don't want a man right. with a dolphin body. <laughs> and, then I, and then I don't like, I used to not like a man who's skinnier than me. Right. But now I kind of do. I like them bony. Nice. I, like, I feel like I can break them. Nice. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah. I used to like a burly kind of, you know, husky man. Right. And, or doughy, even with even a little bit of man boob, turn me on. A little bit of man boob mm. would be like, okay. Like, like an A cup or B? <laughs> More like a training bra. Right, right, okay. The A okay, cup okay, might right. be a little, if you're feeling the hand. I don't want to be able to, the champagne glass, what do the men call it? Right. Uh, it's a lot in the morning. It's, it's what, 9 a.m. here? Do you wake, are you an early riser? Uh, Yeah, kind of, but I'm also a late sleeper, so. I, so you I, don't get a lot of sleep. Like, yeah, I, I sleep four hours, four, I clock about four hours a I night. Did, I did four last night, yes. It's not good. It's not good. I, I, six is my, like, six is good. Six is military. But I can do four. I never do eight. 
No, never. I never do eight. Yeah, yeah. It's an abomination. <laughs> right. Eight is for unemployed fucking crackheads. Eight. No, but then you keep hearing shit on the radio, the studies, the yeah. mood, and I know it affects my mood. I know Absolutely. I get depressed and angsty, and then I also know that we're going to die earlier, and we're going to have dementia and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, all because we only get four hours of sleep. But I think that's true, but I think you can offset it with diet. You think? A little bit, to some extent. Like me, I Are have, you a healthy eater? <sighs> I'm a terrible fucking I'm, eater. I'm every other day. Okay, that's a yeah, good way to like live. Like I had McDonald's yesterday. And <laughs> today you're having so, vegan smoothies. <laughs> so today I'll have a green juice, try to yeah, clean it up a bit. <laughs> it's like having a Burger King with a Diet Coke. Right, like, right. who the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> I'm not an addict. Well, maybe I am an addictive person. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a big drug person. I've never been attracted to drugs. But I do have a sweet tooth to the point where I think it's an addiction, where I can't have one square of chocolate. If, I, if you give me the chocolate thing, I will finish it in one sitting. Yeah. I can't stop, yeah. and I can feel. Now I know why, like, you know, addicts feel like, or right. like cigarette smokers. Or I'm like, don't smoke. I have to. I'm like, I have to have that other. Absolutely. Even if it sucks, even if it has orange rinds, and I fucking hate orange rinds, I will still eat the whole thing. I'm, I'm like that with lime uh, lime corn chips, like if you lime, that's a very specific lime. addiction. Well, I mean, corn chips in general, the lime ones, oh, I've never not eaten a whole bag. But do you buy the little mini kind of anorexic size, or do you buy the jumbo frat boy size? Here's the thing, yeah. I, I from what I could tell, they only come in a big bag. Oh, maybe that's maybe yeah. they they cater, yeah. they're enabling. Yeah. It's like those pharmaceutical, the big pharma, it's right. the big chipper. But I only get them when I'm with friends, so it becomes like a. It's like social drinking. It's a lime corn chip den. It's not right. just me doing the <laughs> drug <a> by myself. <laughs> You're a high-functioning right. corn chip addict. I've never had lime corn chip. I've had the, uh, I'm getting annoyed that uh, Doritos has like 66 flavors now. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And with the lime, as soon as you eat it, there's a sensation on your tongue. It's like and umami. It, it goes away. Oh, it goes away. And you away. went back. You're chasing that first hit. You are yeah, chasing that first exactly hit. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a gateway drug to heroin. I yeah, feel like I the lime so. corn chip, and then you're like dirty needles. <laughs> exactly. Skid row. Exactly. And I was going to say, other countries have so many more flavors of chips than we do. Do they? Like, it, I thought America was like the kingdom of chip. No, you go to like Thailand, Australia. They The flavors are ridiculous, though. I think it's like people can't, I don't know, but the flavors are like meal flavors. It's like. What do you mean? Like steak flavor? Yeah, like steak, rosemary chicken. Like, it's just, what? it's intense. Shrimp. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> This barbecue shrimp flavor, yeah, and, other, and Australia, other places, yeah. I wonder if the barbecue shrimp is an authentic, you know, or is it flavor added? Well, the, the picture will literally have a meal, and it's almost <laughs> like, <laughs> and you buy the bag, you're like, wait, there's just chips in here, right? There's not a steak in this thing. <laughs> there's like utensils, right. a wipey. Oh, my God, this is what, in Thailand? Thailand and Australia, they have twice the That's flavors so we have yeah i don't i didn't know that maybe because they drink a lot of their alcohol all australians are alcoholics the, the thai i don't think are alcoholics i don't think no. alcoholism in asia is as big a thing but um but australians maybe they just live on beer and chips since that's where they get their whole nutritional that, that can make sense you know they, what i mean yeah it makes sense they, their food they have better food than england but yeah they oh england's terrible oof. i mean you want to get a fresh breakfast in london it's impossible. <laughs> right. you, if you end up in this sad pub eating bangers and mash at like 8 a.m., yeah. it's disgusting. There's yeah, I, nothing fresh and light. I think they took over India just to get a new cuisine. Oh, I my God. That's that's a, I'm sure about. the Indians love that explanation. <laughs> it's like hundreds of years of colonialism just because they wanted some naan. Right, right. Yeah. India, I love Indian food. I do, too. I fucking love Indian food. I just went to Vancouver. You been to Vancouver? I have, yes. Did you do comedy there? I have, and I'm actually going to be going to... Uh, Victoria Island, Ooh. Victoria, Vancouver Island, which is Victoria. Okay. 
technically Vancouver, but it's that big island that's just off of Vancouver. Okay, what to do? Com- there's a comedy club there. Yeah, called Hecklers, which is oh, that's terrible. Crazy. Why would you incur enable? I know, I know. But I, I got to tell you, so I had learned a few things about Canadians. I knew that they had the stereotype of being nice. Okay, but there, um, Vancouver has like a very low energy, a very sleepy. Yeah, there's no edge to the average citizen. Now you have a lot of ho- the homeless per- problem is almost as bad as it is here. Like it was intense. The right, homeless right. ones are edgy. But everybody else was just kind of dormant. Did you find that? Like, how is it in the comedy club? How is their sense? Because my, my sets, I did comedy there, was great. So I was pleasantly surprised. Nice. I did a bit about one of my kids finding my vibrator, and then it went silent. Because I talked about how my son put his vibrator in his mouth. Right. It's a whole thing, and it happened, so I like to be honest. And then I lost them, but I got, I got them back. You know what I mean? I, I sucked them back in. But how do you feel with the Canadian crowds? I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, but Canadians drink a lot, too. Yeah, but they true. seem to... Find that sweet spot where they okay. can control it. Right. Um, the, yeah, Vancouver is laid back. It's more laid back than Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's even. more like the East Coast, and, yeah, and yeah. Vancouver's more like, yeah. I think it's. I think it rains a lot, Yeah. and I think they've been they're, they're leaps and bounds ahead with the weed. Oh, I think, are they? I, think, I thought it just became legal in Vancouver. I think it was like okay. low-key, legal, low key. not right. legal, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. And then, um, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. It's just rainy, and people are, you know... Smoked they're dep- they're laid back, <laughs> smoked out and depressed, but like late. it's right. odd. I don't know. And they also, um, I noticed, and this woman on the plane uh, warned me of this because I was like, "Oh, Canadians are so nice." She goes, "Well, they do say no a lot, but they say sorry." So yeah. they go, "No, sorry, I can't help you there." So they do like saying sorry, but see, I'm, I'm talking Canadian. Sorry, yes. sorry, but they click it with that no. So like, if you go to New York and someone says "fuck you," no, you can get angry back. But if a Canadian says "no, sorry," you don't know how to react. You can't get angry because they're telling you no, but they're also saying sorry. Right, right, no. So it kind of it's a fuck. It's a mind fuck. And they can they can be a little passive aggressive toward Americans. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I think one woman I met. I got a little annoyed. I had a little American pride. I love our country. You know, with all our shit, I fucking love our country. I like landing back here. But she said, I would never live in America. And I'm like, you know what? With all due fucking respect, you know what I mean? I get that Canada has health care. Okay, big deal. But don't be putting down America. Just because Trump's a yutz now doesn't mean the whole country's, you know. And the other thing is 80% of the Canadian population lives like... I think fifty within fifty miles of the U.S. That's true. Like they all live on the bottom. Yeah, it's it's just it's almost like it, the U.S. Right. If we just went like that with the border. Yeah, you know if we I mean? were a little aggressive and just right. yeah move the wall a few feet. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, because nobody lives in ninety percent of the country. It's just elk. Yeah, exactly. It's elk, and then they the other the other five percent put down America. I'm like, you're pretty much in. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. It's like a it's like a another state. It's a suburb. It's a suburb with health care. Exactly. It's another state. (laughs) (laughs) A really, really big, big state with its own states. Well, one thing I found in Vancouver, and correct me if I'm wrong, I did not see a single black person. There are no, there's a, it's about two thirds South Asian. Yeah. And I asked people, I go, this is weird for me. Like it was weird for me and I'm not, you know what I mean? So when you go there and if if you do see black people, they're actors that are there shooting a show for the CW. I think that's right. I, I can't, I mean... I've been to Westminster, which is like... Where the uh, fuck is Westminster? It's kind of like their Queens. <laughs> um, New Westminster. <laughs> it's, it's like just, their Astoria? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's like their Queens. There's a, there's a club out there, too. And What's it called? Um, fuck with me? No, it's called Laugh Lines. They're really bad with the yeah, name. Yeah, Laugh with two Lines. Fs. Laugh. Oh, gee. 
Laugh lines. It's like Chuckle Hood. <laughs> right, right. Great club, though. Uh, shout out to them. And I think... Um, you you want to be diplomatic because you want these people to call you right, back. You're right, like, I love right. the Canadian crowds. You're not going to be putting Canadian crowds down before you head to Victoria Island. Right. But I did see some black people there. But you did. most of the black people are like in Toronto and yes. Montreal. Yeah, 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 Tor- yeah. Toronto especially because they have a uh, you know West Indian population. Oh, in, okay. Right, pretty, pretty right. Big, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I did, I did meet one woman at the hotel who was um, from Jamaica. And nice. we talked a lot. Nice. Uh, and I said, where is everybody? And she didn't know what to say. <laughs> She's like, I'm just here to, you know. But um, but I did, I like Vancouver. I thought it was very beautiful. They have lots of bridges. And I, the sushi there was in fucking sink. Yeah. I guess all the fish is so fresh that here when you order, and I'm a sushi snob. I'm obsessed with fucking sushi. Is that right? Yeah, I only started eating it in my 30s. Right. But when I order like here, like a nigiri, you know, the, the, the fish on the little rice bed. Yes. They give you like a nice sliver. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's okay. Right, you, can, right. you don't need a microscope, but it's also... I ordered there, and literally the entire fish was sitting on a little circle of rice. Nice. And it was cheap. Nice. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. I'm nice. sure it's of no and, interest to anyone. And I feel like because it rains, yes. uh, uh, the buildings, a lot of the uh, houses or uh, apartments, all glass. All glass condos. That's yeah, Vancouver's yeah. one big aquarium over there. And so it's really cool. You get these great views Yeah, yeah. for those I look three, for some three nude sunny people. days. Yeah. Those three sunny days. That's yeah. true. But with my hotel... I was facing about 14 different glass condo buildings. And we're all facing each other. You were looking for naked people? I was actually? looking for naked people, and I got naked a lot. Because I'm like, you know what? If you're stuck living in an aquarium that's also shaped kind of like a trapezoid, you want you want to get gratification. So I'm like, yeah. I don't live here. Yeah. I don't care. And they're Canadian. They're probably not violating. They're not going to you know, videotape me. There's probably no pervs in Canada. So I showed my titties out the entire. I was like literally crossing nice. the living room back. I had a suite. I had, they treated yes, me right. Yes. I had a suite. Um. I didn't flick my bean. I didn't go that far. You right, know what I mean? Right, I kept right, it PG. Kept it classy, I kept yeah. it like a like risky business. You know right. what I mean? Or like those eighties movies where you. what's her name? What, what was it, her name? That famous actress that didn't do anything after that. Nine and a half weeks or no? Which? The woman that's married to Kevin Klein. Mm. You know she was in that Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay. Now we, you know, now right, we, with the short we're hair. In. We're circling in. Black hair. I keep thinking Penelope Cruz, but it's not fucking Penelope no, Cruz. She wasn't a fast time. No, she, no, she, no, she was like born, a tot. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she had a, 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 a topless scene in that movie, and she's been no, she's iconic just for that topless scene. I see, Do you know I who see. I'm talking about? I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't know if it was I fast need, times I would need to bing it. I would need to bing it. What the yes. fuck is Bing? Oh, I don't even know what Bing is. Search engine, yeah. Oh, you don't use Google? Use Bing? <laughs> no, I do. I use Google, but I like to say Bing because it makes it, me sound cool. It does yes. sound cool. Well, yes. I read an article in the New York Times about how everybody's violating your privacy. We knew that already. Oh, I yeah. mean, come on. But if you want to search for stuff, because sometimes I'll search for creepy stuff like ISIS mm. pamphlet, oh, wow. how to make a bomb. I just, because I'm curious about the websites and right. their interface and is it good graphics, you know what I mean? But you can get flagged for that shit. Is that right? So you use DuckDuckGo. You know DuckDuckGo? That's is, also is, a search engine. Is that the dark web or how do you get to the dark no, web? No, well, okay. dark web, I don't know. I haven't, I think you need a, a different uh, server, I don't know. You need a different computer. Yeah, yeah. You need a Russian there right. or some Serbian. You need to officially get off the grid. Yeah, or literally jump off a cliff <laughs> and get in the dark web. But DuckDuckGo is another search engine you can I see, use. I see. And then it's not, they don't track your searches. That is good to know. Yeah. So just instead yes. of Google, because Google's just as evil as everybody fucking else. Oh, no. Google is, I mean, you know. You know what's crazy what? about that? What? I did a corporate gig in okay. San Fran. Nice. And I don't know if it was for Google per se, but okay. a lot of Google people were there. Okay. I can't remember who it was for. And their motto, their literal motto, their literal motto was don't be evil. Okay. Oh my god! And then they have to tell. It's like telling people like, to wash their hands after taking a yeah, dump. Yeah, like who? 
You, who do you tell to wash their hands? Little kids. Why? Because they will not wash their hands. Exactly. Right? Everyone else, you figure. Yeah, you but got the emplo- employees must wash hands after using toilet. Like, if you're working at this restaurant, and you're right. not washing your hands after wiping your fucking ass, <laughs> and then we wonder why there's a salmonella outbreak. Right. And so the models don't be evil, which is right off the, right out the gate. That yeah. means you're evil. Yeah, right? of like, course. You don't, no, it sounds like Mike yeah. Myers is like saying, yeah. yeah. Like it's like uh, every morning if you look in the mirror and you say, "Don't be a dick." Don't be a dick, right. You're a dick. You're a dick. No, you you start off with that, of course, as a launch pad. But the thing is, I mentioned that. I said, your mottos don't be evil, right? And they all went, "Uh," as if the motto had changed. (laughs) The motto changed, like, don't try to be evil all the time, especially at the beginning of the week. Right. I think it's like, don't be caught being evil now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Google is, uh, I can't, I can't, when I leave here, Google's going to say, how was it? I know. It's it's like or a, Google's gonna say take care of that infection down there, yeah. and they're like, I was just scratching. How would you know I was scratching? Right, right. You know what I mean? You weren't in there. It's it's not like in the movies or in real life when like a mobster says, Hey, how's your daughter doing? She's still at that school over right. there. It's <laughs> it is you're right. And, and Google's like, How was it? Did you enjoy that? Like it's like we know where you're at yeah. at all times. It's, it's scary. Yeah. I know. I try and turn off all my location services, but nice. then I'm an idiot because then I try an Uber and they can't find me. Yeah, well, there you go. But you know what's happened to Uber in, I think, Malaysia and China? Okay. Malaysia for sure. What's up in Malaysia? It's kind of funny. Well, there was Uber. Okay. And then uh, I don't know if it's the government or someone, they created an app that's just like Uber. (laughs) It's called Uber. (laughs) It's called, uh, what is it called in Malaysia? Uh, It'll come to me. Okay. And and you can pay cash or. um, Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like a regular taxi. Yeah. And it's it's Grab. It's called Grab. Okay. Oh, boy. So they, they started their Grab. And then they they said Uber, yeah, we don't. We're gonna. You're, you're not, not legal here you're anymore. You're not legal here anymore. Wow, is it a government a government cover or like? It, I'm not sure. I'm it sure might there's got to be something in there. Same thing happened to my. I have a buddy that happened to him. Maybe I shouldn't say the country, but you can guess. And uh, he he bought ice cream. He bought ice cream trucks to this country. Okay, well, you they, gotta they tell ne- me what country. They never had ice cream trucks. Who is this? Um, it's a comic I know. I know. Him, no, but, no, but I mean, who? What's the country? Country is, uh, you know. China. Okay, so, that's yeah. what I figured. Okay, <laughs> they didn't have ice cream trucks. Didn't have any pedophiles. It I mean, just wasn't no... a concept. Yeah. Okay. They, I okay. guess they didn't have they didn't have pedophiles or weed dealers. Yeah, so they didn't yeah, have ice yeah. Cream they trucks. didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my buddy brought this concept there. Okay. And I'm not saying the whole entire country did this to him. That's but... a lot of fucking ice cream trucks to bring to right. entire so China. So he's rolling. Yeah. And he's got some people working for him, and then uh, you know, they China's like, like shut it down. They don't renew his oh my his God. ice cream truck thing, <laughs> and then they're like. Yeah, we don't. We're not. We're not going to renew it. But the guy that was working for you, he's going to start an ice cream truck business. No. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, corruption, yeah, man. Yeah. But you know, that's what happens. That happened to like. But if you're going to China to start a business, then don't go to China and start a business. Yeah. Go yeah. to Reseda and yeah, have yeah. two. You know. And as my friend, I yeah. I felt bad for him. But as a black guy in this country, I'm now just you're sort like, of like, see, this is what. It, yeah, this is now what it's you been. know. <laughs> now you get what's he. Well, even like. When you read history, cause, you know, I write on a trivia game show, so I'm always constantly researching oh, nice. things. That's fun. And uh, when when California, when the Me- when Mexico gave us California, did they just give it? Oh, to it us? was a war. And okay, you know, okay, I feel like the, the Mexicans the are nego- like here. The negotiations or whatever. <laughs> right. The deal was like the Mexican farmers would stay in California and kind of just okay work the land, work the land, own their farms, and then slowly that just all got of eradicated. Yes, that that. Those deals weren't upheld, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's just what happens, I think. It's like it's tragic. all's fair kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, all's fair in love and conquering. Right, exactly. And conquest exactly. and colonialism. So, feel bad that my but but the good thing is that caused my buddy to 
moved to New York and pursue his comedy, which is what he probably wanted to do anyway. Yeah, he, like, nobody wants to manage ice cream truck <laughs> business in fucking China. I mean, it's like the HR sounds like a nightmare. How do you deal with any Me Too complaints remotely? But that's, you know, you got a billion people eating ice cream. That's or, true. That is a lot. There's a lot of cones. That's a lot that's of cones. That's a lot of cones. A lot of cones. But st- he's in a better place and he's, okay. he's, he's crushing it in New York. Okay, yeah. good. What's his name? His name is uh, Turner. 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 Turner Sparks. What a great name. Oh, my right? God. That's a poor name. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah, yeah, Turner Sparks. Come on. Was he born with that name? Yeah, that is a that is a that is super poor name. Yeah. But is it like a good situation? No, what? it sounds the like Sparks an accident. Situation. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like an electrocution. <laughs> it sounds like torture porn. Oh jeez. <laughs> what um what is your you grew up where? I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Yes. And um your family uh where from originally, originally, originally? Um, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Just from the U.S., you know, like okay, I mean, I guess but Africa slaves at some point. coming in. Did you do this, research on that? I, I've not much, but I mean, it's probably other influences. But the predominant thing would be from the South. Yeah, okay, from the South, and um, there may be other stuff. But as a black person, you never want to say the other stuff because then it seems like you're trying to like rebrand yourself. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, I'm just I'm just black, you know. But um, okay, yeah, because my my grandmother is from Florida, but. She was actually born in Jersey, then grew up in Florida. Okay. So, well, it's yeah. interesting. I feel like some uh, African Americans I meet are very intent on learning their um, their background, their history, their ancestry. I know the a little. slavery. Who came from where? From what country? I, I mean, I don't know. When you do twenty three and Me, what do you really find out? Right. I did it, and it well, didn't tell me shit. Well, that's another thing. Twenty three and Me. I've I've been told by some of my friends to you know. Yeah, the DNA. Be careful. I yeah, know. I exactly. know. Exactly. So. Yeah, but other people aren't as, as curious. I mean, I guess are you like I'm tied to my uh, Afro, you know, African no, roots, or I, I, you're like, no, not really. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I just don't know what it gets you. Like it gets you. From a health standpoint, you can understand maybe some of your, if you have any ailments. Right. Um, uh, you know, I think people have to just, at any point, you can do a reset. And this is who I am. And this is what I'm doing going forward. So it's good to have that link, right? Yeah. But you don't need it. Like, I know that there's there's some Native American, there's some white there. Okay. But um, it doesn't, uh, it, the Native American kind of helps because it makes me think, oh, maybe a part of me was all, all, always here. So That's like, nice. I this like, is like that. Yeah, my land in a way, but um, on another hand, on the other hand, I just deal with who I am and what I got to do right now. That's so. good. You're more of an in the moment guy. Kind of. I'm yes. with you. No, again, some people are obsessed. Like I've never been too obsessed with my family tree. Other people, like yeah. my great great grandfather, came from here and did that and owned a shoe shop. I don't give a fuck what my great grandfather <laughs> right, right, did. I just want to know if can I can buy new shoes right, right now. Right, right. But well, other people make them feel like a sense of identity and yeah. and belonging. And I think that it can work nicely. It can bring people together or bring people apart. I mean, I had a friend. Uh, not a friend, a guy that I slept with, but what, I call them all friends because why not, right? When you're yeah. intimate, I but, consider everyone I slept with a friend, right? Let's hope so. Yeah, it depends yeah. how bad the sex was. Right, Maybe right. sometimes they're not a friend, but but um, this guy was obsessed with finding out through ancestry.com. He tracked down like twelve relatives he never knew. Wow! And he reached out to them, but after a while, he lost interest. He's like, I really don't care about this person from St. Louis, and I'm not going to sit with him for coffee. Well, plus, yeah, I mean, the, you can you can gain a great new friend who happens to be related to you right. on some level, or you can open up a can of worms. Yeah, that's true. Some other stuff that yeah. you didn't want to even like be your dad with. had an affair with the aunt, <laughs> right. or the whatever. Right, right. You know, so it's like uh, when people want to 
learned at the, the beginning of the universe or who, like God or whatever. Yeah, to looking me, for the beginning. It's an unanswerable question because right. then yeah. you're always going to say, well, what came before that? That's true. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to, you know. You to just, go. You just, your groin there. There was a motion from the groin. I, you just have just to ejaculate. Go That's really just yes, it. Yes. That's the thing with men, I think, that, that you guys have that we don't have. Uh, I mean, some women ejaculate, but I feel like there's a release there. <laughs> There's a release that's very visceral, and there's like proof in the pudding a little bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? When you're orgasming and you're literally ejaculating, you're Absolutely. I call it a purge. I mean, Absolutely. obviously, people that want to well, procreate like I do don't call it a purge, but other people, you know what I mean? It's really a physical release. And women, you know, we kind of not that we keep it bottled up inside. We actually talk about our emotions and communicate. Right. But when we come, you know what I mean? I don't. I've heard, like I said, I've heard of female. I've never, I'm not squirting on anybody. It's not my style. I like mm-hmm, to keep everything mm-hmm. neat. You talk about neat. I'm neat. Yeah, right, right. I like to keep everything neat, <laughs> even the act of intercourse. I'm sorry we segued into this, but. No, it's okay, because I went like that. You did. But the squirting yes, thing, yes. I feel like that is that is akin to the male ejaculation kind of. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I'm not, every woman has it. Right. Every dude, if, yeah. if everything's plumbing is functioning, is exactly. ejaculating. But. The woman orgasm is more intense. They say is it? it can How be. How would we know? It can be multiple. You can have them. Over, yeah, I've you had know. multiple. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so. I don't know. I it, you never know. We'll never fully know what the other. Yeah, because I'll sex never. Is yeah, I'll never experience that one. Exactly. So, yeah. Maybe they'll at some point engineer someone with both genitalia, like one on each. You know what I mean? One on each right. side on your hip. It kind of happens in nature, but I don't think it happens where well, it's like an accident. Day, yeah, and then nothing's functioning. Right. Exactly. But I think that with all genetic engineering. And men are such, you know, sex hogs and want to know everything and take over everything female. They're going to create a man who also happens to have labia and, you know. Interesting. Well, now let's yeah. go. Let's, let's explore do- this now. <laughs> Start up. Does this mean that? That's what I mean. Let's get some seed money. <laughs> no. <laughs> no pun intended. Do, do you think that that would make men better lovers if they understood what, what it took? Because that, that, that would be a slow burn, that, that, that yeah. orgasm. Right. It wouldn't be like. Because a man can, like, uh, if I really put my mind to it. Please. Like, this couch can make me orgasm. Right, that right. That table. Yeah. Like, if I just. If you, right, right. You mean, like, grinding up against it or visually? No, grinding against okay, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, right. visually, yeah. I mean, listen. I don't know. It's this a nice is a leather. great chair, <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't. It's not, <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you, I, I'm sexually active. Uh, I try right. and be, even in my elder years. But um, I, I'm surprised sometimes how bad men bad lovers even in their older age can be like you think if you're 20 and you're like learning you don't know okay and some people just don't have a sensuality to them okay fair enough you know what i mean like a guy can't even but men that have been married let's say and i don't i don't sleep with married men i'm talking about divorcees right right they've been with women for 30 years and they're horrible in bed now either they're not communicating with their partner but in these days of and I'm not saying I don't want you to have sex like a porn star, but at least do that. Don't be like, you know, this is like a 1950s bad, right, right. on top missionary, grinding like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. No sensuality. How do you get away? There's no excuse for that anymore. You know what I think happens is, um, and I, allow me to use a sports analogy. Oh, please. I yes. hope I can relate to it. <laughs> well, there's some players who yep. are great in a certain system. Okay. Like, they're all good, but some guys like, like, Tony Parker is going to be a Hall of Famer, great basketball player. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. And um, he played in a great system. He was fast, but he wasn't a great shooter. Okay. But he had a coach who knew how to work with him. Okay. And he won championships, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Now, on another team, yep. he may not be a Hall of Famer. 
Okay. Like Michael Jordan is a Hall of Famer on any team. Right. Larry Bird, because they're so good and so transcendent that they'll learn they're all how around to win. good. Some people so what I mean is these guys, some yeah. of these guys maybe got with a girl who that worked. But that's all they can do. Right. And so they meet another girl, they don't adjust they don't adjust to what she wants. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a successful analogy for the most part. Right, right. Actually, no, it's not. Because you're like, how could that work for anybody? No, but I think that, yeah, I mean, again, again, just like that, there are men that are probably not sensual or in touch with their bodies. There are women that are not in yeah, touch with their right. bodies and sensual. So they think the guy just kind of gyrating, he's coming, and I guess she right. can come later or not or whatever because nobody right, cares right, if the right. woman comes. That's fine, but then I guess certain people have a sensuality about them in general, and they're connected to their body. Maybe they're a yoga instructor. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's like I guess it's frustrating when I'm like dealing with a man in his forties, and I'm like, you have. I'm not, yeah. not going to coach you now. I don't exactly. have the energy or time for that. See, for me, I don't know if I have a sensuality to be honest, but I do have keen observation skills, and you're attentive. Yeah. So, okay. like, you know, it's all communication, it, right? Well, so with yeah. I will say with no words, I I can know, okay. If she's digging it or this not. This is good. Yeah. But but even deeper than that. She likes this. She doesn't like that. Okay. She likes this, but she likes it a lot. Let, let me, me hone let in me, on let that. Let me put a pin on that. I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> I'm going to circle back, try some right. other stuff, and then right. this will be our fallback. Right, right, right. I understand. Right. All that kind of stuff. But you have to be really yeah. in, in it mentally to, to know. No, you, you know. know. Look, it's work. It's work sometimes. Sometimes it's not work, which is nice. Sometimes it's not work. Sometimes you know what I mean? Work. Now, you are single. Yes, I'm dating. So I Dating mean, one woman or several? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dating many women. Yeah, okay. I'm not dating many women. Oh, boy. So mainly just one. Mainly, mainly yeah, yeah. just one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a noncommittal Dwayne Perkins. 38, maybe 48 years old. Are you yeah. a commitment I'm not, phobe? I'm not on the market. I'm not on the market. Okay. Yeah, are you yeah. a commitment phobe a little bit deep down? I am. I guess somewhat, but also I think I uh, just travel a lot. And not that I'm like, I'm not like crushing it on the road. Just. Yeah, yeah. Just the Things happen on the road. and timing and everything. Okay. But I don't think I am. I don't think I'm a, I, I think I am um, maybe a little, but also sort of like a victim of timing. I just, like, I think it's when you, when your schedule is just sort of steady. Yeah. You can like then build your life around it. Right. When your schedule's like this. Yeah, the life of an artist. Everything else tends to be like that. Of course. So, yeah. I think it's hard. I think that, and I think that if you, people that aren't committed relationships that are on the road a lot, it's fucking torture. It's tough. I it's don't tough. know how they make it last. They I mean, live in denial that the other person's fucking around, or right, I don't know. Right. I mean, come I mean, on, comics. Me on the road, though, like, the good thing about it is that I can be so disciplined on the road, because now there's, there, there are no auditions, right? Yeah, okay. And so now I'm like, as a comic, I get up, I do a show next day. I get up, I work out, I listen to my set. Nice, you know, nice. right? Like yeah. it's just I get a nice yeah, rhythm a going. Yeah, right, right, right. And so I don't, I don't, I don't chase tail. But then I've never chased it. But um, but I'm sure ladies come up to you all the time. You know what it is? Is I'm I'm so good at knowing when a girl likes me, okay. and I don't always do anything. Sometimes I, in my younger years, I kind of didn't know. I'm not saying I'm great at it. No okay. man gets to a hundred percent. Of, you're of, right of knowing but now i can i get a keen sense okay and so that means i don't have to chase because it's not like i'm only chasing i don't chase bad bets yeah good for you see so you never get rejected really which is nice because you're like i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. just go with what i with what i'm right. getting here which is good and bad because sometimes i think the man is supposed to pursue he's yeah. supposed to be well these days you know. i feel like with online date i'm on all the online dating sites right. i gotta fucking bumble the ladies gotta write first yeah, it's crazy. It's annoying. Yeah. 
It's, it's annoying. It's, and the dudes, there's so many women and like millennials that are willing to give blowjobs on the first date. Right. I can't compete. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to pursue me. You know, what's crazy about that is that's supposed to be to protect the woman. It's not protecting. I make one text and then they write back. Like, this is what's protecting me. Right. But it's sort of like you screen. I think everyone's trying to reinvent courting. Yeah, I know. And it's supposed to be the guy. Yeah. That's what I like goes personally. And talks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look, you're going to deal with like a lot of douchey McDouche things <laughs> right. anyway. Like even if I'm the first one writing, right. you know what I mean? I wrote, I saw a guy that I liked and I wrote him and I said, hello. Like, what am I going to say? Opening line. Right. Hi. Right. Hello. Hi. How are you? Whatever. Annoying bullshit. First question he goes, are you into ethical non-monogamy? You know what ethical non-monogamy is? It's just people in an open relationship. Why? It's called why, E&M. Why so many words? That's what I'm saying. So saying I fuck around, but they, it's ethical because they tell you know it's open marriage, tell you. open relationship. They tell the partner it's not only open to me. That him mm. and his partner have an arrangement, and I'm like, good for you, but I'm not looking to be a third wheel. Yeah. I'm not looking to re re spark you and your wife's dormant sex life. You know what's weird about when I think of when you say that? Yeah. I think of two things in negotiation. Yes, whoever says the price first usually loses, right? That's interesting. So, yeah, you know. You, you, you want to make the other person come with know, an offer. Yeah. So yeah. like, how much does that cost? I don't know how much you will. Exactly. Offer. Yes. You, you yeah. Make them say a number first if you can. Right. Now, uh, in mob movies, <laughs> whoever, like the mob analogy, are we going to go to Tony Parker again too? <laughs> whoever comes to the Godfather with the proposal. Right. Is the snake. So whoever comes, Interesting. whoever comes to you and like, Hey, I was talking to your enemy and oh. they have a proposal. Oh. It's like, why are you talking to my enemy? Right, right, right. I like how you do the yeah. You do the kind of yeah. yeah. Fabulous has a great line. The rapper, great line. He okay. says, "Don't tell me, don't tell me what people said about me. Tell me why they felt comfortable telling you." Ooh, Ooh. I like this fabulous that's deep. guy. Yeah, that's I deep. I don't know him. That's deep. So the reason why I say that is because ethical non-monogamy. non-monogamy whoever, and I said I gave you three little examples. Yes, whoever introduces the subject of course he's the one who wants to fuck or is has already been fucking around yeah because right. if the woman introduces it she's yeah. like um you're just gonna be my little thing on the side yes. here yes. my 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 fallback but i'm gonna just be out here fucking everybody yep yep if the guy introduces it yep. it's gonna usually benefit the guy more but i have known of some girls but like it's like i was in australia and this uh-huh. comic yeah had a girl come okay and uh to visit him uh-huh it worked out well it worked out well because he threw up he threw up he vomited he, he threw up so then so what then the? so then nothing happened okay because he's a married man he should have oh, been oh oh right, oh right. oh so he was about to cheat on his wife and he, he vomited he, i don't Good. know if, i don't know if he had decided to do that but he was in the yeah. he was maybe going to put himself in a bad position yep, and, then yep, he, yep, yep. and then he threw up mm-hmm. but the thing is it wasn't that bad of a position because hanging out he was hanging out with a woman and yep. her husband Oh. And she came to the show <gasps> and she was driving it and oh. she was driving it and he says he got that's probably why he got drunk because he, he was, was like, nervous. what the hell is happening? And I feel like it's not cheating if you're fucking another couple. Well, the thing is that. You're doing a service. The wife wasn't there. His I wife know, wasn't I know, there. I know, I know. I'm just saying. And the husband didn't seem too keen. Yeah, of course not. It seemed like he was like. Going well, along for the ride. Here she, she is wants again. to be ethically non-monogamous or whatever the hell it is. I got to. And so. And so that's why I say whoever introduces it because she introduced yeah, you're it. Right. And he just was a poor sap going along with I it. I know. Well, usually because they don't want to. They, if you're really in love with the person, you want to yeah. make them happy, and you want to this or that. You know, if you, it's all about healthy egos. I know a couple in New York, both very attractive people. Mm-hmm. They're in a fully functioning open 
relationship. Um, but, you know, they're both, they talk about it, they turn each other on, they get each other ready for the other's dates. It wow. sparks up their sex life, but they're really in love with each other. They really are. So I'm like, okay, in those instances, I'm too insecure. Right, I'm right. too insecure. If I'm like, you know, what, you you and I are dating, Dwayne, in an alternate universe, right. or maybe Tuesday, yes, depends yes. how you feel, <laughs> putting it out there. Right. Um you know what I mean? And I say to you, uh, uh, okay, fine. You want to go sleep with other, what am I, not enough? And you're going to be like, no, there's enough love for everybody. And, you know, we've been together, but I'm all about exploring and I can love you. And I'm like, okay, okay. But then I'm going to stay at home and cry and weep and be afraid right. that she's better than me. Or maybe, you know, if we right, fight, right. like it's terrifying. Yeah. And the thing is, even if you have a strong bond where I can believe, like, I've had friendships with women where, like, just in my presence and, like, you feel like, this works yeah. more than, and so you can feel like she's not better than me on that level. We're, right, right. We're, we're going to be together, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then there's always that thing of like, then sexually, is that yeah. something they want more? Exactly. Then you get addicted to that. Yeah, because I'm thinking like with, with your friends, okay, it works. But what if some guy just like, and maybe I'm thinking like a guy, but what if some guy really floats her brings boat. it home? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, you know what, there's always a fear. I actually uh, went on a date with a, with a dude a while back, and he told me that he opened, as his marriage was having issues, mm-hmm. that's the wrong reason to do it. You have to be in a right. good place. But yeah. they opened it up to see if it could kind of rekindle, and she left him for another dude she was fucking. So that was the, uh, you know what I mean? So when you, it real, you can't yeah. control feelings. Yeah. I always tell people, you can't control exactly. feelings. I never get angry at anybody about how they feel. I only yeah. get angry at how people act. Right, right, right. That's really my motto. That's you can tell fabulous yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But if a guy says to me, you know, I'm not in love with you, I never get angry. But right. if he strung me along for nine months and fucked around on the side, then I'll get angry. Right, Just right. tell me. Right, You right. know what I mean? I, that makes perfect sense. For me, if I was going to do that, I'm, 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 I wouldn't do it. But I'd have to vet the other guys. Like, fuck them first? Well, I don't know how I, I don't know how I'd read them. That's a good question. But for me, I don't want it to be guys who I was necessarily better in bed than. Yes. But or just better you, look, just overall better. I don't just know if like you a, did that, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what, that's what a pimp does in essence. He, that's interesting. he mentally, he mentally manipulates the situation so the, the woman can see nobody above him, right? Oh, wow. I like how we now have a pimp analogy. I thought well, we'd go with another like sports, <laughs> right, but no, right. pimp manipulates the women. Yeah, and so I mean, if a couple's in an open thing, it's not exactly that, but it just seems like uh, I don't. Know, it seems iffy to me. It seems very. very I just iffy. feel like you're just better off being single and dating, yeah, and not committing to anybody in particular. It seems like a lot of work to be managing a relationship right, right. and the outside and the logistics and timing you know, and the thing too is if you talk to an old school woman, and I'm not advocating this, but okay. an old school woman would be like. Uh, why do we have to have this ethical non-monogamy? non-monogamy? Why don't you just cheat? Don't let me find out about it, but make bring, make sure you're home every night. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, like, I think um, in that version, the average guy will either not cheat or in the course of, say, a 40-year marriage, he may slip up once. Right. But this open monogamy thing. It's a it, lot it's, of logistics. It's a lot of management. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I'm very anti-cheating and, and I, I couldn't handle it, yeah, yeah. but I haven't been in a marriage for 40 years. So I don't know. I don't know what people build and don't build and right, what happens. Right. So, you know, whatever. Well, I think the thing with marriage though, it's the main thing is that you you have to come home every night. You know what yeah, I mean? So unless me, you're a comic and you're touring. Right. So like. <laughs> or you're a traveling salesman in more, North Dakota. Most of the battle is you're coming home every night, right? So people. You think that's what it is? Well. Well, in this day and age, I don't think it's the, it's not the housewife was like, as long as you come home and bring right. all, you know, it's like, fuck you. No, no. What I'm saying is that 
cheating is 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 prohibitive because it's not even it's not logistic. Like you have to come home every night, right? And so then that leaves only work. And then to me, it's like if and the I'm, bathroom at work is not a comfortable yeah, place like, to be. If fucking. I'm married, if I'm married and I'm not on the road, I'm like, how does it even come up? What am I? Oh, it comes up. But what Trust am I? Me. What am I? Going to like a Holiday Inn at lunch. Yeah, that, I know. That, that That's just a seems lot. like yeah, an hourly sounds shady. That yeah. just seems like yeah. No, like, but this day and age with everybody's traveling. I mean, I I you right. know I met an individual who found out that their husband was having an affair with a coworker. Yeah. For a long ass time because they did yeah. all these work trips and together. Sometimes there's side families, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's. Oh my families. God! My friend discovered uh, that, that her dad had a, another kid from a. Whoa. You know, and that was like what. That's a lot to, to process when you find that yeah. shit out. I think sometimes those people aren't busy enough because I look at my life and I'm like, <laughs> I just don't know how you fit all of that in. That's true. That's you true. Know? That's funny. Um, well, you and I are just built for committed relationships. Right. We can tell. We're just selling ourselves. Right. We're like, what? How does this work? Right. Um, Holiday Inn, hourly. When are you performing next? When can people see you next? Well, um, December 6th and 7th. Okay. I'll be at Heckler's. Heckler's in, in uh, Victoria, Victoria Island. Yes. Okay. DwaynePerkins.com is my website. Um, I'm, I'm always performing around L.A., Los okay. Angeles. So What's I, your favorite club? In Los Angeles is the Comedy Magic Club. Okay. That's in, in, in Pasadena? In, That's in uh, Hermosa. Hermosa Beach. Okay. In New York is the Gotham Comedy Club. But I also really love the Laugh Factory. I love the improv. Um, okay. Then, uh, you know, my book, uh, my two books. One is uh, Hot Chocolate for the Mind. It's a little I love that. collection of stories. Great stocking stuffer even if it's a, an electronic stocking <laughs> and you get it on a Kindle. just buy the fucking book yes and then you have a zombie run uh, a love story post-apocalyptic love story and, and that's, that's also a novel yeah good and for I, you i wrote it with my friend koji sakai that's also on um kindle and that's uh who published that you self-publish no no um we uh i think the company's called solaris I okay the, um, my brain is i love yeah, that Dwayne. The first one I self-published, second one I did not self-publish. Look, well, you moved yes. up a peg. A peg. Author, one small peg. Author, yes. comic, attentive lover. Yes. Dwayne Perkins, D-W-A-Y-N-E-P-E-R-K-I-N-S. Exactly. Um, I'm back in town. Uh, keep checking xraypod.com, X-R-A-E-P-O-D.com. And please share, subscribe, obviously, because you're listening already. Don't be a fuckface. But also share with friends and people that maybe you don't like that think they could use a laugh. Uh, I love you all, and uh, we'll see you next week. This is Raylan Casper-White signing off. Mm -hmm.